Let the words of my lips and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. One of the differences in in morning prayer and Holy Eucharist is uh, one of the subtle differences is the the, um, collect that defines the readings and kind of draws everything together. We read it towards the end of the service. So you haven't heard it today, but you will. And I'm going to offer it up to begin our sermon this morning. O God, whose blessed Son made himself known to his disciples in the breaking of the bread. Open the eyes of our faith that we may behold him in all his redeeming work who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. It's a prayer about making God known and opening our eyes in faith. So I was joking with the nine o'clock service that one of the places that you always want to have your eyes open is if you're driving. If anything you take away from this sermon, if you follow that advice, I'd be comfortable at least that you've walked away with something positive and helpful in your lives. So I had my eyes open. I was going to, um, this past uh, weekend, I went for a night to, to see my family and so it happened to coincide to celebrate a friend's birthday and a party that I didn't want to miss. Um, but it was good to see my parents. And, and, and many of y'all know that I, I'm, my parents live in Memphis, which is an easy shot up I-22, um, one of the smoothest, nicest new roads in all of Alabama. And it is easy driving all the way until you, you get into Memphis. And the straightest route is to continue to take 78, so, so 22 is 78 pretty much, and, and, and it's super easy until you get into the city. It turns into Lamar Avenue, and it is filled with potholes and, and big trucks that are trying to run you off the road. And... It, it, it walks, it, it drives into one of the most distressed places in the city. Um, and, and we know about the kind of struggles and, 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 and poverty and um, like, like many of the cities. And so whenever I go home, I have to kind of confront uh, that reality and that experience for many people, even if it's just for a few minutes on the road. And so as... I was leaving and driving down Lamar. All I'm seeing are completely abandoned buildings, um, a lot of spray paint and trash. Um, it's a place that, that you will see people who are in the sex trade working in the middle of the day. Um, there were four young teenagers leaving a, a gentleman's club and walking, and there's people stumbling around, and it is a painful awareness of just the conditions that a lot of people live in. And what struck me as driving that road is I found myself, the words came to me, and I, and, and, and I, I almost said them out loud. I mean, where is the hope in the midst of this community? I was saying it, and I was feeling it. And 
And I say that because I think it's really, really easy for us to have, to kind of default to that message where we, we to those, that, that kind of lens and that, that blinding kind of way of living where we struggle to see hope and we get so wrapped up in, in the kind of despair and, 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 and what we, we kind of have named and labeled. And I mean, I, I think about that in the midst of, of where we are um, as, a, as a people. I mean, t- this weekend has been an incredibly painful um, weekend. I mean, another, it feels like it's every day, another mass shooting, and there is so much brokenness. And, and it's really easy to say, where is the hope in the midst of such pain and, and suffering and trauma? And for us to, to take that approach. Now, I just offer that as, as one of the ways that we as human beings can get guys stuck in that cycle. Um, I, I shared with, um, some of y'all read our, our, our daily emails that we, we send out, and so um, I shared a story a couple weeks ago, and if you receive those emails and read them, you likely have heard this, but I think it's worth um, offering again. Um, as Episcopalians, our kind of spokesperson for the church, Bishop Curry, is kind of reinvigorated many of us because of his eternal optimism and hope. He's a person that just exudes love and passion and, and, and hopefulness. And so as, as I was reading his book about love, I was struck about an experience that he had when he was a priest in a, a church in Baltimore, St. James Parish, probably in a place that, that, that crossed roads like Lamar um, at, at many intersections. And, and he was talking about how he had had, you know, he had been burying several young people, funerals from drug violence and, and gangs. And a guy walked in his office one day named Eddie. And, and Eddie said to, to, to Father Curry at the time, I want out, and I know that y'all help people. Can you help me get out of this life? And so, so what Bishop Curry did is he started meeting with him. Um, it sounded like um, either, you know, weekly or a couple times a week and kind of going through the process of, of talking about family systems and life. And, you know, in, in several weeks into this process, Eddie asks Bishop Curry a, a question about God. And it struck him that the whole time he's been meeting with Eddie, he'd yet to talk about God's love. He'd yet to really believe that there was anything that was really possibly redemptive in Eddie's life. So they begin studying. And this is the guy that's the eternal, you know, seeing Jesus in everything. He's been spending weeks with this guy, and he's yet to give him any sense of possibility and really, really see him as someone that can be redeemed. So they begin preparing for their baptism, and, and, and Eddie chooses to be baptized. And as Bishop Curry is placing his hands on the forehead and marking him with the sign of the cross and saying that he is marked by the Holy Spirit in baptism, Eddie's eyes are, are piercing just in, in the most powerful look that has grasped Bishop Curry. 
He tells the story because it's actually not about the baptism of Eddie. It's about Bishop Curry's eyes being opened to the possibility of redemption and resurrection. And if Bishop Curry's eyes need to be opened, then probably all of our eyes need to be opened. <laughs> we give ourselves a little bit of peace when we don't see the best in others. But the reason, the reason that we're gathered here, the reason that y'all are singing to our community, the reason that, that, that y'all are tuned in online, I have to believe is it's not because of some future promise of what God will do. That's important. But it's the reality that God is always redeeming life now. It is the promise of resurrection and redemption now. That life is fundamentally different because of God's love on the cross. So just as I was thinking that thought driving, beginning my, my trek home, what should be the next thing that I see that I've never noticed before? A bright new shiny building, Christ Community Health Quick Care, free COVID vaccines and testing in big letters. What does that mean? It means that every person in that community is, has the same fears, and worries is all of us. That every person that walks through those doors in the midst of this, maybe just as broken as anywhere else, but this community is looking for hope and good news and the possibility of resurrection is always breaking through. We are here to not get torn down and worn down by the, the worries of the world, to not say that, to not get overwhelmed by the burdens of pain and suffering and trauma, but to have our eyes opened to see the possibility of redemption in every person we meet, to see the possibility of redemption in the crazy uncle who is saying stuff that drives us crazy, to see the possibility and redemption in the person that we disagree with, to see the possibility of redemption when we've screwed up more than we ever want to admit, to see the possibility and hope of redemption and resurrection in the people that we can't imagine life being any easier, and then to proclaim it in a way that begins to bear life to that fundamental truth of God's resurrection. We may not be having bread in the way that the disciples did, but we will go from this place and share meals with loved ones. We will have conversations with each other. We will continue to grow in our faith. And it's the Christian hope that God himself will open the eyes of our faith that we may behold him 
and all his redeeming work who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.